Coming across Franny's, I was I was eager for an investment. I've always been interested in innovating, and I think it comes down to community. Moved across the country from Colorado, you know, kind of taking risks, which I think is at the cornerstone of being an entrepreneur. Some say oil and gas to oil and grass. Welcome to another episode of Weed Buds Radio. I'm your host, Rye, and I am in our virtual studio with my friend, Griff Conti. Griff, thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, Rye. So you've had an eventful couple of weeks, and the pandemic certainly hasn't gotten yours or your family's way. Uh, Tell me a little bit about how you've been adapting to the times. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess we're, I'm just down the coastline here in Connecticut. I know you're up in Maine. So, I mean, almost literally um, here in Fairfield County, Connecticut. And yeah, it's been a busy few months, few weeks. Moved across the country from Colorado, um, which is is kind of the precursor to where we are today. Since then, um, yeah, find myself operating in the cannabis industry, find myself supporting professionally the cannabis industry as a recruiter, um, and also find myself back home here on the east coast for personal reasons i'm a new dad so lots of change lots to be uh, grateful for you know just even being able to be here and interacting with you and you know spreading the word spreading all the good things about not only the industry um but you know being an entrepreneur being alive and uh you know being able to kind of share the message further so Absolutely. And have you always been an entrepreneur or was this something that just kind of developed over years of experience? Yeah, that's, um, I guess, you know, if you look back, the characteristics were there from the early stages. Um, you know, certainly been some revenue producing ventures that I, I you know, date back even to childhood. But sure, I've always been interested in innovating and, you know, kind of taking risks, which I think is at the cornerstone of being an entrepreneur. Um, and yeah, I did, I, I run a small business outside of my, my career as a professional. Um, it's actually, a, a, it's called the Dolly Pal. So anyway, consumer product, my grandfather-in-law actually had it invented and, you know, early days made it through all the final rounds into Shark Tank and <clears throat> gave me confidence as an entrepreneur that you really could, in this case, be presented an opportunity where you have a patented product, which solved a, a problem um, that others may have otherwise overlooked and create a brand and get into you know, large distribution via Home Depot, um, Amazon, Global Equipment, True Value, brick and mortar e-commerce um, to government contracts with TSA. So, you know, more on that, maybe on a separate conversation, but that I think has instilled in me really seeing all components to being an entrepreneur. Couple that with my profession as a recruiter at Bradsby Group, um, we're built on an entrepreneur model. In fact, we're an employee-owned company. So ESOP company, uh, been around since 2004. So that really lends itself to an entrepreneurial model and they embrace the side gig. And I've always embraced the side gig. Um, And now I find myself adding kind of hemp, which for me has been a good middle of the road, seeing all sides of the cannabis industry, whether it's regulated marijuana for medicinal or recreational purposes, whether it's hemp for consumption or for, you know, broader industrial or textile applications, uh, to all the ancillary, I found the hemp side of it where, you know, you're actually engaging with the consumer, in this case, opening a flagship location for Franny's Pharmacy has really come full circle for me. So, 
That's amazing. And obviously, we're big fans of hemp over here at, at Weed Buds and with the Not Plastic team. It's so I'm fascinated because we've never had a recruiter on the show. And I'm curious, what what does a recruiter do? How do you find prospects and kind of go through that process? Yeah, and actually, so I'm one that that fell into recruiting like many, um, but dating back to my first job. So I recruited uh, right out of college for an investment bank brokerage firm. So, you know, understanding the regulated piece of recruiting was was really critical to being successful in recruiting financial advisors and investment advisors. And when I found Bradsby Group back in 2013, um, same thing. I was, you know, looking to uh, make a step into the energy industry, specifically oil and gas in those days. You know, things were on the up and up. And for me, you know, it was a good entrance into what we refer to as the agency model in recruiting. So going from, you know, an in-house, call it corporate, but in this case, it was a, a boutique entrepreneur owned financial brokerage firm where I recruited, um, you know, investment advisors, financial advisors that, again, wanted to come from these big, large enterprises, the wirehouse model into that of an entrepreneurial model where you could really brand yourself and build something special. Um, that led me to finding Bradsby, as I'd mentioned. So, you know, recruiting um, for me has always been my career. Uh, I've now recruited in three different industries. So first finance, uh, oil and gas, a broader energy and industrial, and now cannabis, or as some say, oil and gas to oil and grass. Um, hear that commonly actually up in Canada with some of the uh, clients we represent. So, cause that is a, a, a more natural progressions places like Calgary, where you've had, you know, a legacy oil and gas industry be present. Um, but recruiting has always been about connecting people for me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a passionate connector. I've always been one that, you know, has felt that if we are here as a collective in, in any format, we should share what we have with, with each other whether that's an opportunity or, you know, just helping facilitate a connection between a viable candidate with an interesting company. Um, you know, it's other ways of being generous and charitable and just sharing thought leadership and sharing what you know. Um, that's what makes the world go around. So for me, you know, recruiting is, is well beyond the idea of, you know, presenting opportunity to people and really making a difference. In cannabis, um, you know, I came into it seeing a, a big void in the industry and understanding that, you know, professionals that I've otherwise crossed paths with in, you know, past recruiting or just in, in other industries and, and being a professional out there, um, I saw a big gap where there was a void in bringing real professionals into this industry if we're going to sustain it. And that's not a secret, right? I mean, this is something that some of the best operators have known and some have come to learn the hard way, but I think at the core of it is people. So for me, um, I've always been a people person, as they say, um, I'm one that likes to connect people and I'm here for the greater good. And I love that. Powerful because for me, starting Weed Buds was a very kind of personal concept. It was just something that I wanted to explore, I wanted to learn about. And the more that I ingrained myself in it and the more that I got connected, and I think all of us keep finding each other that really believe in thought leadership that believe in inspiring an entire community. And I know Michael Major from Green Lane Communication, yep. we, we talk about this a lot and he linked us up where it's just, it's really about all of us taking our experiences, 
taking that you know expertise that we have sharing it because we never know how it's applicable to somebody else in the space and since i've started weed buds a lot of my friends that kind of i don't want to say snub their nose when i first started it but here we are years yeah years later they're asking questions about well I'm in finance and I do accounting for this business. I assume that cannabis needs needs accountants and marketers. And so, you know, now I know somebody that I can refer them to when they see their job and what they're doing and translate those skills maybe to a new budding industry. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, listen, I'm right with you and I, I see it often as well. In fact, more now than ever, just everything that's going on in the world and you know, a lot of people that are, are reflecting inward and kind of reinventing themselves. And, you know, for me, I've always been one that's been willing to take risks and I'll take a risk first. I'll raise my hand um, because why else are we here? Right. I mean, I think, as they say, um, the greatest risk is a risk not taken. And I think for me, you know, applying that to the principles of my, principles of my life, and this is kind of ties in nicely to Franny's, I've always been selective. For me, I don't need to create the you know, the biggest recruiting uh, company or help support, um, you know, the biggest out there. For me, I want to really connect with quality people, people that value what we do. There's a lot of rejection, not only in the field of recruiting, there's rejection in the industry of cannabis. There's, you know, a lot of um, exclusivity around, you know, call them trade secrets or intellectual properties that I think really need to be um, somewhat released in order for us to continue to sustain. There's a lot of great operators, a lot of great people, a lot of talented individuals. For us to do something special, it's to fill the gaps of having, you know, to making sure that we have all the necessary pieces and for, for every company out there that is people. So, you know, we've also got a unique vantage point, which I think, you know, as recruiters seeing trends before trends are seen, by the masses because of the nature of our business you know being able to come in and find a critical piece to a company that then leads to innovating in the industry and really making a name and making a difference so you know whether we're bringing in a food scientist um, or a ceo or a researcher or a master cultivator we treat it the same we want to engage with the top tier candidates which uh, are going to bring the most value to an industry that is still very nascent, still emerging, yet critically essential and on the up and up and trending upward. So, you know, it's all good. And we've, we've, as you've seen coming full circle where, you know, people are starting to recognize and validate, um, I'm here to help advance that. And, and I think you are as well, so. Well, thank you for that. And when I think of you, Griff, you've got this amazing business acumen. You have a network of inspiring uh, leaders. What makes one decide to take another risk, to go across the country and to partner with an incredible franchise? Sure. Yeah, you know, um, I, I guess just for me, like a void, it always comes down to something missing. You know, I always like the challenge and I'm fully committed to everything I do. And I don't have a lot of side hustles. I usually just have one and I've reserved one up to this point. And now, you know, the business that I mentioned previously is at a different stage and I'm not as needed. Just in looking in the past few years, you know, coming into the cannabis industry and raising my hand, 
you know, at, a, at a time when otherwise would have not been practical because I was really kind of at the top of my game. You know, we, I saw quickly how we scaled the business and you know, really saw how much help and support was needed in the cannabis industry. Coming across Franny's, I was, I was eager for an investment. And, you know, investing in stocks is all good. Investing in private placements or, you know, even funds is all good. But I, again, people, being close to people and wanting something different, um, I kind of put my recruiter hat on and I started to, you know, see the trend and see who people were talking about. And I came across Franny's actually during, you know, a, a professional interaction on the recruiting side of the business. And, um, you know, someone said, I want to be like Franny's. And when I heard that, I paused because I was not familiar. And, you know, Franny's is a unique name that, um, you know, if you hear it once, I, I think you would uh, tend to remember it. Um, and I actually cold called them and Franny and, uh, you know, Jeff were on their way to the mother earth conference. She was speaking. Um, and I, I, uh, called and, and said, um, you know, you don't know me, I'm a recruiter for the industry, but I'm also an accredited investor and just a Joe Schmo looking for, you know, an, an interesting story to invest in. And timing was incredible. So they oversubscribed two public offerings on start engine. And, you know, they were kind of mapping out what the next phase of growth looked like for them. And for them, it was really trying to come up with a practical model of how we expand our, our retail footprint. They had several dispensaries under the brand. They're an Asheville, North Carolina based company. It's an East Coast play. It just checked all the boxes for me. And I was actually still in Colorado. We did a market analysis on Littleton where I lived in South Denver and everything showed promising right i mean everything in terms of what you would typically like to see when you're putting a brick and mortar retail it checked those boxes and i'll tell you this story because it matters i went to go put an offer on a house and um the seller was was somewhat unreasonable after their home had been on the market and they actually declined our offer and this is a home that i became emotionally attached to it was an effort for me to settle down i was a new dad in colorado we had outgrown our place with four dogs and we went for it and we got stonewalled and it led me to going on realtor.com that evening and looking on the east coast in the county where i grew up and seeing that for the same amount of money i could get a lot more because the market was a little different which we've come full circle now and actually we're in a much different situation as people have left the greater metro new york city region into places like Fairfield County. So yeah, and, and even up the coast to Maine. So um, I think for uh, for me, you know, it, it's all come full circle and Franny's just connecting with Franny. I mean, she's a force of good and she represents women in business. She represents women in hemp. They're doing something different as an investor. You know, I would commonly see investment decks and presentations and a lot of great things going on out there but for me to see on the hemp side where you have a seed to shelf concept we're through partnership with other cultivators and you know some other other partners where needed they've got a seed to shelf concept where they're cultivating processing manufacturing distributing and retailing and wholesaling their products so a lot can say the same with exception to the retail piece and now yeah as we've seen a lot of the operators in the Marijuana, marijuana side of the industry come into play, you know, they're doing the same thing as your buddies and my buddies are. I mean, I think everyone, whether it's cannabis, whether it's coming in from one side into you know, more of a vertical model, 
it's here to stay and it's exciting. So Franny's has one of the most vertically integrated businesses that I've seen because it's definitely something that most businesses are striving for, but there's so much phasing that's required. And you all have done such a, a quick job, really, in I don't want to say quick, effective, because when I think of Franny, she doesn't do anything for the sake of getting it done. She sure. gets it done with a very deliberate purpose. And so, you know, when you kind of made this shift, what were some of the challenges jumping into brick and mortar? Because when I think of retail right now, that's not the trend that most people are going. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely correct. And I think it comes down to community. So, you know, growing up in these parts, I, I'm, I'm in a familiar place, but operating in Westport, Connecticut is, is a new thing for me. And operating in a retail capacity is a new thing for me. Um, and it's actually been incredible. We've just uh, come into our third full month. We are, for all accounts, talk of the town. And I think timing could not have been better. You know, things were already in motion. I was going to stay the course. I was not going to uh, abandon what I had already put into motion because of what's going on in the world. And I think timing, you know, more now than ever um, was appropriate. So we opened our doors June 18th. Since that time, we've built an incredible community of repeat customers that have really found relief in our products. And, you know, there's, there's a whole spectrum of the cannabis industry. And for many, they look at it with somewhat tunnel vision and they've got the blinders on and I'm here to help advocate. And whether it's a community like Westport that has opened their arms um, to us, to our family, to the brand, um, it's it's been special. And I think it's a good testament to where we are as an industry. Nothing gets you high when you come into our door. So, you know, the, the adult use recreational pleasure piece of it um, aside, it's still incredibly beneficial. And I've seen firsthand that Franny's has done an incredible job of creating 60 plus products under the brand seed to shelf concept. Um, you know, that's really lent itself to best in class products across the board. So, you know, the overall experience as well, you know, coming into Franny's, this is a destination. We're not here as a, you know, a, a retailer just selling um, other brands, right? There's a true experience education is at the cornerstone of it um beyond that you've got a brand that really has figured it out like you said and you know they're not the the biggest player out there but they're certainly figuring it out the right way and i think with you know having the the right um passion and purpose drive you like franny does all the rest will fall into place and i think that's where you know greed and kind of the green rush and the gravy train cult what you want you know a lot of of individuals, people, groups come into the industry for that reason. We are a business for profit, no different. However, the purpose, whether it is me as an entrepreneur that comes in as kind of a side gig where, you know, compensation aside and potential aside, I'm doing this because I, I want something to be meaningful to Franny where they put their whole life into this. They cashed out 401ks. This, this is, you know, this is their, their baby for all accounts. So, you know, I think, seeing where it's come from, where it's going, where we are now, it's special. I'm happy to be part of it. Thank you so much, Griff, for sharing your story and your relationship to Franny's Pharmacy. We had Ellen on. I mean, the passion of the entire team, everybody that I've interacted with that has any affiliation to Franny's Pharmacy, 
fits that, I don't want to call it a mold because there's so much uniqueness, just inspiring, it's love, and uh, it's something that I don't know how you teach it, I don't know how you recruit for it, I think it's something that like-minded people, just that beacon goes out and and you keep finding them, and we just had such a fun time with Ellen and an amazing time with you today. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, Ellen's great, and and the whole team at Franny's, I mean, really, best in class, I'll say it again, and I think... You know, it comes down to people. This is this is why I choose to do what I do. And, you know, I've found a good balance. And this has kind of completed what I desired in life. And for me, you know, being able to be a retail owner operator and, and see the people by day um, and also by day and, and night be a professional recruiter and help connect more professionals that can help sustain others to do just what Franny's is doing. I'm on board. Sign me up, um, and I'm here to help. And, and whether it's Franny's or other brands, the more the better is really, as long as there's safe access and responsible operating, um, I'm here to, to support any way I can. And I think it's more of that holistic approach for me that has just kind of fallen into place, but not what I intended, um, but here nonetheless. So I'm going to embrace it. Amazing. And Griff, for the audience listening at home right now, what is the best way for them to connect with you? Sure. Um, you know, I, I consider myself to be an open networker, right? I think LinkedIn professionally is going to be your best bet. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm one that tries to really connect with any other professional that I can be a resource for, but I'm just one person. So, um, yeah, I think if you're a candidate in the market looking to enter the cannabis industry or making a change within, um, I'm available LinkedIn. I'm also available via email. Um, I lead the cannabis division at the Bradsby Group. We've got a team of of passionate, fully committed, full-desk recruiters. Um, If you're a company looking to seek talent, same is true. We offer a best-in-class service, and we're selective with how we operate, whether it's candidates we engage or clients we represent. Um, And then if you're just another thought leader in the industry or someone that has a question or has interest in some particular area that maybe I can help with, um, same is true. So LinkedIn is really kind of the best platform and uh, happy to connect. Thank you so much, Griff, and look forward to uh, getting down to Connecticut. Please, your old stomping grounds, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be sure to welcome you. Just make sure the weather's appropriate. Well, third time certainly creates a pattern. There's some awesome company culture happening over at Franny's, and Griff is just another really intelligent, awesome, kind, compassionate human. Absolutely. It was, it's so cool. We've got to really understand, I think, Franny's Pharmacy as a brand and a business and an organization that shares love with the world. And having met Franny and then having Ellen on the show to share her unique expertise. And of course, now Griff, such incredible business acumen and very intelligent analytical entrepreneur and now a family man and new dad moving back to his home here on the East Coast. And it's incredible. I can't wait for us to take a drive down to Westport and check out this new location. Yes. And if you've enjoyed this episode of Weed Buds, please be sure to heart, share, and retweet it. If you're from Connecticut, if you know what we're talking about, definitely check out the store. And always visit weedbudsradio.com. Yes. And until next time, 
Puff. 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 <laughs> you, you tried to steal it. You tried to steal it. Nice one. Oh, yeah. All right. Puff. Puff. Peace. <laughs> okay. <laughs>